0: Hello everyone, my name is Jose Geese and welcome to Dining with the Mouse, a food podcast dedicated to dining experiences found in and around Walt Disney World. Now it's been a couple of months since you last heard from me, between hurricane scares, work, vacation, and just day-to-day life, it's been a little hectic, but I wanted to get back to this and talk a little bit about Disney's after parties. What am I talking about? Disney uh, Disney World is home to several after the park closes parties. Um, usually, uh, for the most part, they happen towards the end of the year. Right now, they have four different parties that you can attend. There is the not, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Uh, there's also Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party that's coming up a little bit later. Uh, Actually, next month, as soon as next month. And there is also Disney's After Hours parties, which have been going on uh, for the bulk of the year. I attended one over the summer. I did a podcast earlier this year uh, about my experience with the regular Disney After Hours party. Uh, I also did the Disney After Hours uh, Villains party over the summer. So I've I've done three of the four parties that we're talking about. Uh, I just recently, last week, did Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party for the first time ever. We took, and by we, I mean my mother and I took uh, her aunt, my grand-aunt, who is 88 years young, never once been to Disney World, um, and I thought, you know what, it's time. I definitely wanted her to see it, and uh, we took her. We took her to Magic Kingdom, we did Mickey's Halloween Party, and it was a hit with her. You would not have believed the look on this woman's face as soon as we walked into the park. The first time she saw the castle, I will never forget her face as long as I live. Um, and she was a trooper for everything. Uh, we did the trick-or-treating. Um, part of the Halloween party is uh, Disney has set up. Uh, these trick or treat zones where you just load up on candy. Uh, you get in line. Uh, they're like queues for most of the regular lines. So some of the attractions will be uh, closed for the evening, like Mickey's Philhar Magic, for example. So you would queue up like if you were going to go on that attraction. But when you get inside, instead of doing the ride, you have um, cast members waiting to dole out candy. Uh, And as the night progresses, I don't know if they are trying to unload more candy because they have to get rid of a certain amount by the end of the night But uh, they get more and more generous uh, the later it gets in the park and My aunt Lily was having a great time Uh, as soon as we would pull up uh, to these barrels of candy. She would just open up her Halloween bag and uh, have at it so we took home more candy than I can speak of and we didn't even, we weren't even aggressive in the trick or treating if we saw a queue for it and they have designated these big inflatable candy corn looking um, stand-ups that give away that there's a a trick or treat zone there and you're in and out within five minutes even if there's a long queue, it moves quickly because literally all they're doing is giving you candy. And you can go back into the same line if you want if that's if your goal is to trick or treat uh the heck out of the park I've been seeing people post online uh they're leaving the park with bags and bags and bags of candy so if your goal is to trick or treat I mean it's not a bad value uh if you're not in a traditional trick or treating like my neighborhood back home in miami um I haven't seen a trick or treater in years. Uh, they just don't do it. A lot of people now go to block parties. I don't know if it's a you know a safety thing. Um, a lot of people do it. You know schools will have their own uh, trick or treat fairs and or Halloween fairs. So I just haven't seen trick or treating done like when I was a kid. So uh, if if your kids want to do this, this is a nice option if you want to do this instead of the traditional trick or treating. Um, besides the fact that. You're at Magic Kingdom, and uh, the rides have little to small waits. Um, there were, uh, I think, the longest waits I saw were obviously Mine Train. Even with a ticket, a separately ticketed event like this one, uh, Mine Train still had a uh, 45-minute wait, which isn't terrible. I mean, that ride still carries uh, a 120-minute wait all the time uh, when I visit the park. So, 45 minutes isn't bad. Uh, The later it gets, it can go one of two ways. I've seen it swing one way where, you know, you might see it drop 30 minutes. And I've seen where people are getting a little desperate and now they see they have no choice. So they get in line and the line gets a little bit longer. But everything else, the other mountains, the three roller coasters, Splash, Space, and Thunder, they were all between 25 and 35 minutes most of the evening, which is, again... You know, not the shortest line, but definitely not anywhere near as long as they can get during the day. And just about every other ride was 20 minutes or less, uh, with the exception of Peter Pan. Peter Pan, for whatever reason, was well over 30 minutes most of the evening as well. So you've got um, shorter lines and all the candy you can have. And then they have, of course, specialty foods that are only available during uh, this Halloween party. Uh, usually a lot of villains-themed uh, items. I didn't partake during this uh, this party because it was my first time going to this as well, My as well as my mom and my aunt, and it was more for her than anything, so I was just trying to get her on as many rides as I could, and I think we succeeded. We got her onto every ride that was open that was not a roller coaster because at 88, The the closest thing to a thrill ride that I got her on was Pirates, and thankfully when uh, the drop happened at the beginning of the ride, she laughed more than I thought she was going to freak out, so um, we had a great time. Again, um, a lot of the regular uh, counter service restaurants will be open until about 7 or 8. In this case, the Halloween party ran from 7 p.m. till midnight, but... You're allowed to enter the park three hours earlier, so we were there around uh, 4.30 and knocked out a couple of rides that I fast-passed. So you can get fast-passes for two hours before uh, the park quote-unquote closes. Um, Magic Kingdom was listed as being open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. The Halloween party starts at 7, so they take that hour from 6 to 7 to slowly start weeding out the folks who are not staying for the Halloween party, you can only fast pass while the park is technically open. So that was from four to six. So we fast passed two rides right when we got there and then started doing rides after seven um, when the event actually began. Um, If you or anyone in your family or party have allergies, they do a really nice thing where at the beginning they give you a little Halloween bag to fill but if you have allergies of any kind, they can give you a separate teal bag where when you go to the cast members to collect candy, if they see the teal bag, instead of giving you candy from the barrel, they will give you coins. Well, They're supposed to give you one at a time, but again, um, some cast members might slip you two or three uh, depending on how sorry they feel for you for your allergies. So, um, my mom had the teal bag, uh, she's diabetic, Uh, concerns were with sugar and plus I just wanted to see what they gave you and um, by the end of the night she had something like 15 or 16 of these tokens when you uh, leave the park um, when you're leaving the park towards the left I think it's the theater where normally you can meet Mickey Mouse and Tinkerbell that is the area where you exchange the tokens for the allergy-free candy, when you arrive, the cast member will ask you what allergies are you concerned about or do you have. You tell them anything from um, tree nuts or peanuts or dairy or sugar or you know just about um, every allergy you can think of, they have something that they can give you instead. And I told her that I have a podcast and I wanted to kind of just see a little bit of everything, the, and she told me, yeah, we have a bag that has a little bit of everything, and then I'll just throw in some sugar-free candy for your mom. I said, perfect. So the sugar-free candy they had was Werther's Originals Sugar-Free, which are very good. they It's pretty much hard to tell that they're sugar-free compared to the regular Werther's. Um, but they also had a ton of other candy. There was one, um, it looked like a peanut butter, peanut butter cup, and I don't remember the brand name, but if you guys go, you will see it. Um, This cup had um, sunflower seed butter, and it was dark chocolate. So other than uh, someone with a chocolate allergy, it was uh, free of 12 common uh, allergens. So it had no tree nuts, it had no peanuts, it had uh, no dairy, um, among a bunch of other things. So um, they have a lot of options for you. So, I just thought that was amazing, especially for again, you know, folks are so paranoid for their kids and rightfully so. Um, This way, every kid can participate and then they will get something to take home. Um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party starts at uh, $105. And that's with you buying a ticket uh, ahead of time. If you buy it online, uh, you save $10. <clears throat> if you buy it the day of, it will cost you regular price. So if your ticket would have been 105 online, it'll be 115 when you go the day of and, and purchase it. And that's assuming that they still have tickets because a lot of these nights do sell out. Uh, obviously, uh, pass holders do get a discount on top of that. The night that I went with... um my mom and my aunt, the tickets were $95 for us, so not too bad. Uh, especially considering that you can go in three hours before the party starts. The party is already five hours, so that means you can be in the park for up to eight hours. And it essentially costs you almost the same as a as a park ticket for the day, uh, essentially. Plus you get all the candy you can want. I can't remember the last time that I've spent realistically more than eight hours at the park generally my days now uh, after five or six hours I call it a day again it's because I'm a pass holder and I'm there all the time but I get it like some folks want to make the most out of it but still eight hours is a long time let's face it a lot of folks won't make it the eight hours so it's not a bad compromise to do this Um, that was kind of my thought process uh, coming up with the Mickey's very Merry Christmas party. I had not been thinking about going to this, but I have family Visiting from Spain. I have my cousin uh, Luisine is visiting with his wife and his two-year-old Martin and Whenever family of mine visits from Spain It is automatically assumed that I am going to play tour guide at Disney for them I which I don't mind I love doing it, but this is kind of last-minute so I've been planning by the seat of my pants because they're coming next month. So I thought about it. For them, they have to pay regular price because they're not Florida residents, and it's what I, what I was mentioning earlier. One night at one of these parties is about the same as a regular park ticket during the day, and again, it's unlikely that we would spend more than seven or eight hours at the park anyway, so to me it was a no-brainer. I told them, hey, Let's do two regular days at the park, but let's do Mickey's very merry Christmas party. Your kid's gonna go nuts when he sees all the Christmas decorations, all the characters in their um, Christmas uh, wardrobe, a different parade. You've got a bunch of different entertainment that they don't normally have. That's something I didn't mention uh, about the Halloween party. We did catch the tail end of uh, the Halloween parade, which was amazing. Uh, You had characters from uh, Haunted Mansion, Um, you had pirates, Uh, you had uh, several characters that you normally wouldn't see unless it was Halloween, and then you see a lot of characters in their Halloween getup, classic characters, so that was a lot of fun. But uh, for the Christmas party, you're going to have a Frozen uh, wish, which is essentially Elsa. Uh, lighting the Cinderella Castle for wintertime. It's like a 15-minute show. You get to see it if you're in the park before it closes, but they do it again during the Christmas party. They have the Christmas parade. They have um, like a Holiday Wishes fireworks show, so that is special as well. And they have a couple of other parties and entertainment um, venues going on that's a little different during Christmas. But, on top of the rides, the shorter waits, etc., you get all the holiday cookies, snowman pretzels, and holiday beverages you can consume. Let me tell you, I'm going to be taking full advantage of this. So I was looking, and last year they had six to seven different um, holiday cookies. They had a snowman uh, pretzel at Tortuga Tavern. With a holiday, um, with a holiday snow cone, and they have chilled apple cider. They have eggnog. They have hot chocolate. They have chocolate milk. I my goodness, uh, I will go very prepared for uh, for the Christmas party. The Christmas party starts at ninety nine dollars. Again, ninety nine dollars if you pre purchase before you arrive at the park. If you buy it day of, you're going to pay $10 more. Why do that? Plan ahead, buy it before. And again, um, pass holders get a discount on those tickets uh, as well. We also did the uh, after hours over the summer. I talked about that in my last podcast. It's not the same party that's going on now for select dates um, between now and January, 2020. Um, that summer one was the Dil- the Villains After Hour. Uh, they had a special stage show with Hades. They had Maleficent the Dragon uh, roaming the park. For this one, it is, uh, for lack of a better term, their regular After Hours party, which I attended back in March. Um, you get all the popcorn, ice cream novelties, and soda and water. Uh, that you want it's included um, less very fewer um, weights for for the attractions less than for the Halloween party and the Christmas party they really limit the number more for those after-hour parties than they do for um, the Halloween and Christmas parties Uh, I was with my friends uh, Tony and Kathy Kathy who did the first podcast with me and we were literally walking on to rides um i think the longest we waited was for astro orbiter we did you know 25 minutes and that's because astro orbiter just fits so few people but that ride easily has a 45 to an hour wait all the time um, but the reduced lines the um all the junk food essentially the popcorn and the ice cream novelties And Main Street is essentially a block party. They have a DJ playing music. It was a very different atmosphere uh, the night that we went to that. Um, And I'm sorry, I have to tail back. I'm just kind of going on the fly. I normally have notes to go off of, but I wanted to wing this particular episode. Um, During the Christmas and Halloween parties, they do special overlays of classic rides. Um, Pirates will have a special overlay during um, during the Halloween party where there are actors uh, throughout the queue and the actual attraction intermittently with the animatronic figures, and they interact with you. And um, The Jungle Cruise becomes the Jingle Cruise during uh, Christmas. Now, that also happens during the day, so uh, you will see that whether or not you go to the Christmas party, but again, it's just... Part of the holiday magic they throw in. Um, Space Mountain goes completely dark during the Halloween party. So uh, I know it's already pretty dark when you ride it um, during the day. But this is in pitch black. uh, And it's very different, let me tell you. It is uh, a little bit more unnerving than usual. Um, I actually really wish we had taken my friend Maria... On this um you'll meet her in a future podcast episode, but uh she already has issues with certain coasters, and i don't know how she would handle Space Mountain in pitch black, but it was definitely uh, a fun ride um and again, these are just um some of the examples of what they do during these holiday uh, these special holiday parties the um Disney after hours parties start at one twenty nine or they are at 129, I think it's the same price no matter what date you go. It's not, It's not. Um, the price does not vary by date as it does with the other two parties. Um, and again, for pass holders, you get a $30 discount off of that one. It's $99 if you are a pass holder. Um, now originally, my idea for going to all these parties was uh, very different. I had different reasons for going to all of them. Um, the after-hours villains event I did in the summer was because I was going with my nephew Marcus and his parents, and they're not like um, your general Disney uh, visitor, or, you know, the pass holders. They they don't really like to make lines, so uh, nobody really likes to make lines. But um, one of the reasons they probably don't go as often as they would they would like is because they just you know they they don't go often enough that they can't plan ahead like I do with the fast passes and. And they end up, you know, just making lines the whole day, and and they're kind of miserable for it. So um, they've been getting better. They're learning from me. But it was Marcus's birthday, my nephew. So I decided we were going to go that night to that, and we got to ride. You know, he took one of his best friends, and they got to ride basically everything they wanted. We had a great time. We rode all three mountains, um, did a bunch of other stuff, ate our fill of ice cream. It was great. The after-hours event I did back in March was with my friends Tony and Kathy, and that was also because we just wanted to um, get on everything we could, and the main goal was to ride um, Mine Train because they had not been on that ride as of yet. So that was the one and only real goal for them on that evening, but again, we had a great time, uh, rode as much as we could and um, for the Halloween party. Um, my aunt being 88, I didn't want to stress her out more than need be. Um, The sun probably wouldn't have been the greatest. It's hot down here still. We won't see uh, a decent chilly evening probably for another month at least. So um, we decided to go at night where it wouldn't be as hot. I didn't want her waiting in line the whole time. Granted, I pushed her around in a wheelchair for most of the evening, but uh, again, the waiting wouldn't have done her any good. And the whole point was for her to get to see as much as she could of everything. And then the Christmas party, same idea. I've got family coming. I uh, This is probably the only time that um, Martin's going to see this park for the next, I don't know, 10 years at least. So I want him to ride everything uh, possible, everything that his folks want to see him ride, because obviously at, at his age, um, you know he's going to remember some parts, but this is... More for his parents to see him enjoy uh, watching all these characters he's only seen on TV. Um, So, for those of you thinking about it, I think it's a no-brainer. In most cases, you can find a reason for it to make more sense than purchasing a regular park ticket, especially with the benefits that you get from going to these parties, whether it's the food that's included, or the fact that you're going to get to ride more rides than if you did spending an entire day at the park, find a reason to go to one of these. Um, The Very Merry Christmas parties run uh, starting on November the 8th all the way to December 22nd. The Halloween parties are going on right now, and they end November 1st, will be the last one. And then the after-hours parties, right now they have one at Magic Kingdom and one at Animal Kingdom. Um, They had one uh, earlier this year in Hollywood Studios. Right now it's not going on, most likely because of Star Wars. I don't know when they will bring that one back, if they will bring it back. But the Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom ones are running right now uh, through January of 2020. So obviously you can go to the website and check out all the stuff... um, Animal Kingdom, uh, most of the attractions are open, including uh, the two attractions in Pandora and uh, Expedition Everest and Dinosaur. Kilimanjaro Safaris obviously is closed because uh, in the dark, you know, it's probably a, it's probably an issue with the uh, wild animals roaming the Serengeti, but um, most of the fun rides besides those are open um, at that time, and I believe they have the same uh, thing going on with the novelty, all the all novelty, ah, all the frozen novelties and bottled drinks you can have, and popcorn. So I will be visiting the parks in a week. I will be there with my best friend uh, for food and wine, and uh, another park of our choice of our choosing. Her Disney experience is a little bit more limited, uh, besides going a couple times with me. I don't know that she's been to Disney more than uh, once or twice, so looking forward to taking her to her first food and wine and uh, throwing in a couple of other experiences while we were there. And uh, I will obviously be doing a post-Very Merry Christmas Party uh, episode as well. Um, I'll be able to talk firsthand about our experiences and uh, how many cookies I had that evening. Uh, That does it for Episode 4 of the Dining with the Mouse podcast. If you'd like to see more, as always, you can follow my blog on Facebook called Disney Foodie. And you can also find me on Instagram at Dining with the Mouse. If you like what you heard today, please share the link to my podcast on your social media. Thank you so very much for listening, and I'll see you again real soon.